I right. could see them trying to be like, oh, they'd be so cute as ring bearers, and then Jackson just like fucking running, running over everyone. <laughs> pooping everywhere with full on erection the whole time. Because that's how that dog poops every time. That's oh not a joke. I mean, is that not normal? <laughs> Sometimes the boner is a leading indicator. So you see him walking funny with an erection. Oh, no, 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 no! <laughs> Podcast episode 142 with your hosts Mike Boris, Sam Ginsberg, and Zach Nakashin. Here's Mike Boris. Hello and welcome to episode 142 of our illustrious podcast, Tuesday Tuesday. Hope everyone's doing well. How are you guys doing over in yonder Wisconsin land? Doing okay. I didn't realize how hard it would be not to say. Tyler Dryblatt as the first name. It sounded so weird. My, <laughs> I like in my head that pause was forty seconds long. Probably wasn't that bad, but I will get it in post. I was like, now all of a sudden I can't remember either of these fuckers' names because all I can think about is Tyler Dryblatt. So I feel when I masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. How are you? How are you doing, Mike? Normally, this is where Tyler would tell you uh, what we got coming up in this episode, but uh, I didn't get these articles until four seconds ago, so I'm going to try and do it based on titles and pictures. Uh, we got some local brewers striking back against dot, dot, dot. Crime. Uh, we'll see what that's all about. Most likely. Um, something about Walmart's fashion. That should be pretty bad, I'm <laughs> sure. Cuba could be running low on beer. Uh-oh. And Fed's barring a Minnesota brewery from marketing. I hope that Minnesota brewery picks it back up. Let's find out. <laughs> cool. So this is the part where Tyler asks how everyone's doing, but I already did that. Uh, what's everybody drinking today? I've got Saugatuck Brewing's Darker Than Your Soul Stout. 6.5% ABV. Kind of picks it for the bottle art, which I often criticize Mary for doing, but it's kind of cool. Let me taste this real quick. It's, uh, it's got some good dark malts, not much in the nose. Kind of was expecting something more intense, just based on darker than your soul. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm a, a little disappointed. I was expecting a bigger kick to this. Because, you know, when I pick a, a beer for the podcast, I like it to either be really intense or like a wacky flavor. And instead, this is kind of just a middle-of-the-road stout. And I'm just like, oh, well, that's not super yeah. exciting. Boring. Well, yeah, I have like... One liquor store in good walking distance of me, and I feel like I've pretty much exhausted their staple interesting beers, and so it's always sort of a crapshoot. I was about to walk out with, like, some boring session IPA when I found Ballast Points Watermelon Dorado Double India Pale Ale with natural flavors. Mm. I don't think I've ever had, like, a fruity IPA, unless you count maybe, like, a white IPA with, like, orange in it. That's, like, all Ballast Point does is fruity IPAs. Well, I, I'm a huge fan of their Habanero Sculpin, which is like an IPA with, I think, the perfect amount of spice in it. They do some other stuff. Yeah, they do have like a grapefruit Sculpin and some other shit. We have a but, pineapple uh, Sculpin in the fridge. Mm, this one is 10%, so I'm, I'm in for an evening. <laughs> yeah, let me take a sip of it, actually. I already poured it out. Whoa. 
This is actually really good. I am very pleased with it. It's not too sweet, but it's definitely got the watermelon flavor. Still got some some killer hops in there. It kind of goes down like a watermelon jello shot, which I think it's been a long time since I've had, but I'm getting like visceral flashbacks to like <laughs> college. So is it like a fakey type of a watermelon taste? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like an artificial watermelon, like a candy watermelon flavor, but mm -hmm. like one that's been soaked in vodka. Watermelon's just such a subtle flavor, it seems like it would be hard to impart noticeably. I mean, even real watermelons are better soaked in vodka. Like That's true. So probably. they've done nothing but improve it. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Sam. Usually I think it's a hard flavor to sort of pick out, but I'm pretty confident that I could give this to a rando in the street and they'd be like, ooh, that's watermelon. That's nice. Nice. Cool. Zach, what you got? So I have uh, Oso's Night Rain, formerly Night Train, but it's not that anymore. But basically, so I've accepted the fact that I really have, I have no idea what I'm doing when I'm talking about a beer. I tend to just be a very like, yes, no, I like it or I don't. And then I like rating stuff on a numerical scale. So I'm good at doing that. But cool. uh, I picked this beer because it has the most adjectives of any beer that I could find printed on the label. So it is supposed to be roasty, chewy, robust, judicious, creamy, bold, complex, and immense. And I know it sort of reads like a dating profile after the first couple, but it is, let me take a sip here. It is most definitely a liquid, so I think chewy is probably out. Well, chewy is a common term for beers with a heavy mouth feel, especially dark beers. Uh, yeah, so definitely a liquid. Uh, it's definitely, I'm, the roasty I'm getting. The roasty, the robust, the R words are doing pretty well. It definitely tastes kind of like, uh, like burnt sticks, but then like, like a pleasant way. Like burnt, I guess like burnt vanilla sticks. Like there's a little bit of kind of like a, a creaminess there, kind of a sweetness with like some malt coming in. So it kind of tastes like some burnt sticks in like a good way. Yeah, but then otherwise it just tastes kind of like every other kind of really dark thing you might have, kind of like a nut brown, kind of portery, kind of that kind of general darkness. So I wouldn't say complex or immense, but I'm also, I, I like it a decent amount. I'm having a good time. Good. All right, let's see how that changes for better or for worse over the course of the show. I guess we'll get right to it. I was actually, I was having a conversation with someone recently about Cuba. As you may or may not know, the U.S. recently like, uh, de-blocked Cuba. I'm totally forgetting the word That's right what now. That's what it's called. Embargo. Yeah. Dis we disembargoed. We, like, friended them on Facebook Dis again, I guess. Disembargoed. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah we, we finally returned the friend request that's been sitting in our inbox for, like, 60 years. Yeah. Uh, we're, we kind of, like, we're, we were waiting for, like, Castro to die because it's really awkward, but he the fucker won't die, so we're just like, right. I guess we'll be cool again because you're really old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like, yeah, that weird ex-girlfriend's friend that friend requested you, like, right as you broke up, and you're just sort of like, uh, do this, I have to? This is fine now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess we both experienced that same thing, but I uh, really handled that a lot differently. <laughs> we sure did. So, apparently, Cuba is running low on beer as thirsty U.S. tourists descend, is the title of the article, and also a summary of it. Um, so, when I was talking to my friend about those, they were sort of like, they had gone to Cuba recently, and we're just like, yeah, if you ever want to travel to Cuba, do it in, like, the next few months. Like, do it as soon as possible, because it's about to get real touristy real fast. Oh, and I bet. kind of the cool part of going to Cuba is to see a place that, like, is right next to the U.S. and hasn't been able to trade with the U.S. for 50 years. So, like, all of the automobiles in Cuba are from the 60s. You can finally give like, them your Pokemon cards. Wait, why wouldn't they just get cards from Japan or something? Because, <laughs> like... Is that selling... also embargoed? I don't know. No, they just... It's far... But I mean, like, we can do it. Make a huge profit. Like Cuba's also very poor, like most other countries in the in the Central America. I'm just saying, America's not the only place in the world that makes. That's cars. actually a good question. Maybe Japan embargoed them too, because Japan got pretty hard on America's dick after World War II. Shockingly, 
they were like, please stop nuking us. Oh, oh like, my God, I guess please we, stop nuking us. We remade us. their whole government and like changed their whole culture. But I think I went, maybe they did it too. I honestly don't know anything about Japanese foreign policy. Unless you can't. What are you, some kind of idiot? That robot that plays trumpet, which I doubt you would. <laughs> no, I, I can't say that. I did. Good old Isimo. One day he'll lead us all. <laughs> Indeedly. But yeah, I like that this article, basically the headline is, Fat Americans Ruin Communist <laughs> Nation. Alrighty, it's just basically like, we showed up and we just drank them out of everything. It's really a summary of like, America's foreign policy for the last 50 years, but... Also though, I mean, Canadians have been going there for a while. I can't help but think uh, they drink also. Yeah, so they've probably been out of Molson for a while. <laughs> They're yeah. Labatt Blue stock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dangerously low Labatt Blue reserves. Yeah, Canadian beer sucks, man. It's terrible. Uh, no, it has terrible. nothing to do with Cuba, but, like, yeah, it's, like, not good. Like, figure out how to brew your beer, Canada. But Cuba is also going to have to figure out how to brew their beer. I'm really not seeing in- anything interesting about this article except that, like, Americans are literally drinking Cuba dry. Do they just drink too much rum there? Like, do they just not drink a ton of beer in the, their day-to-day? That's my uh, I mean, supposition. I would, I would think Cuba Libres just because they're called Cuba Libres. They probably don't drink those in Cuba because it's not – they don't live in a, in a Cuba Libre. They live right. in the communist Cuba. And so I think that's probably in a, like a – like maybe – I don't know if it's offensive there, like an Irish car bomb is, but I can't imagine <laughs> they drink Cuba Libres openly. They probably have to call it like a Fidel Castro's great. <laughs> Wait, what you drinking there? Oh, just a Castro's awesome. Um, yeah, which one? The, the old in, uh, <laughs> our office, and we're all at work on St. Patrick's Day, and so by like 3 p.m., people just started drinking there, and we like some guy brought brought out the Irish car bombs, mm. and this Irish dude was like, "That's like basically if we did a drink and named it the Two Towers." Don't and, we have like, a drink called that? Isn't it like a kamikaze and then something else? There's like a couple. Well, Kamikaze, yeah, but that's not America. No, but like they, there's a drink called like a like a nine eleven or something where it's like a kamikaze and something else. And I forget uh, what it is. Some sand. This sounds like a thing that you would make up. I didn't. I'm not making this up. <laughs> otherwise, I would have a clever ending for it. Right. I would have done it all the way in the car on the way here. No, I mean this like sounds like a thing you would make up at a party and then like not be able to remember the next day, but be like, oh man, I made up this great drink. I can't remember. Literally, like you specifically, Zach, not uh, like you, whoever's listening. In, unless that drink is called like a something and something, I don't think I'm going to make it up. I'm not going to be mixing cocktails for folks <laughs> at the party. Be like, oh, this is a Bacardi and water, guys. Enjoy. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, so let's just let's settle this right now with the Google machines. 9-11 mixed drink. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're going to get put on a list. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Should I put safe search on? Would that have helped? I don't know. Did you get dicks? It's all dicks. It's like all dicks. It's so weird. So the 9-11 drink recipe appears to be equal parts Jack Daniel Soko and Jaeger. It's ability to bring people down. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds oh. like it is not very tasty and also not at all creative. Yeah, it's just a series like of it, things they found. If you're going to make an offensive joke and have it like have people forgive it, it needs to be clever. Very or at clever. least or at least it needs that drink to, needs to be good. And it looks right. like they're 0 for 2 on that one. It would taste terrible, I imagine. Yeah, I should think so. But that seems like some of those drinks where like, after someone gives you three of them, you forget that someone made you a drink called the 9-11. I think yeah. that's the goal. Well, I mean, if it's... Well, a... One of my roommates had like, a joke he wanted to make about that like involved the, the Boston Marathon bombing. And he like showed it to me, and he was like, can I send this? And I was just, uh, just like, honestly, dude, it's like, not funny enough. Is, like, for how soon it is, that's got to be pretty right, funny. Funny to offensive. There's like a funny to offensive scale, or at a certain point, if it's funny enough, it can be a little offensive. Like you can do all the jokes you want about Lincoln being assassinated. Like it's been long enough that like it doesn't even have to be that funny. Yeah. Like, yeah there, there are there are three oh, yeah. variables. Yeah, time definitely play. goes into that. Yeah. 
But yeah. Oh, so on the way here, speaking of, this kind of reminds, 9-11 reminded me of this. Driving here to Sam's house, I'm like, I don't know if you remember this, but the road to get over to Sam's house is currently covered in dead animals. Like, it's like <laughs> the killing fields out there. Like, every single, everywhere you go, like, I literally the whole time I was playing the game, is that a dead cat or a dead raccoon? And, like, honestly, so relieved that it was a dead raccoon. And I was like, that's another skill raccoons have that people underestimate, is the ability to make you worry that it was a cat, <laughs> but the ability to still be a raccoon. But, like, legitimately, it was, like, 70s Cambodia out there. Just pull potholes as far as the eye can see. <laughs> well, I'll look forward to that on tomorrow's commute. It's terrible. I'm out of town four days, and, and there's dead animals everywhere. I didn't realize I was a superhero, but I guess I am. Yeah, you're the roadkill meat guy. You're out there scooping them up and frying them up, feeding them to neighborhood kids. America's unsung heroes. Well, speaking of things that are sometimes funny and always offensive, <laughs> let's move on to our favorite section, the porn game. Okay. Uh, fuck. I had one. Now I have to remember what it was. I, do. I had one too, and I can't remember if I like, emailed it to myself or texted it to myself or what. <laughs> Why did you and introduce just... the game if you weren't ready? Tyler did the same thing last week, and I asked him the same question. He had no answer. Well, he said he said that his hope was that I would have one, and mm. then in the time it took me to do mine, he would think of one. It buy him some time. I actually have remembered mine. Should we should we do that? You mm-hmm. want to play it like that? Do you have one, Zach? Yes. I just thought of one. You guys have probably already done it because it literally took me twenty seconds okay. to think of. Well, we'll see. We miss a lot of obvious ones. The basis for this porno is a television program, and this is about. A couple of big old hairy gay dudes. So we're talking bears. We're talking bears. We are. It's a TV show. Yeah. What's the, what kind of what's like the plot of it? Well, it would be a game show. So not really. This is really no plot. Game show. Who wants to be in a million? Bear? A million bears. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's, it's, got it. It's, fucking got it. Don't even tell me. It's specifically two bears. Two bears. I'm just trying to think of game shows, like The Price is Right. I know, I've literally just been thinking The Price is Right over and over, and I'm like, no, that's probably not it. Like, how do I fit that? It's still not it. Something's tight, I don't know. Uh, uh, um, so this is, I, I mean, this show hasn't been on the air for a while, but it was a a, a children's game show. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, Double Bears. There you go. What is that based on? Double Dare. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you I really got, got you could probably also call it Slime Time Live. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know. I think of Legends of the Hidden Temple, and then I was not sure if that's a game show, and then it kind I'd of is. I call it a game show. It was something, right? I don't know. It was like whatever, whatever like MXC is. It's that. It was like that, but children, and it's like American Gladiators is kind of like that same kind of. I wish they would have done that for kids, like a bunch of really fucking yoked kids <laughs> just shooting tennis balls at smaller kids. <laughs> That's called bullying. We already have that. Bully. I mean, but, you know, it's all fun and games. Right. Like, the, that, that one Russian kid who was all jacked up on steroids when he was, like, 11, and he was, like, on Ripley's Bleed or not, he's just, like, flexing, and he looks like a little feral kid. Is this a real thing? Yeah, that was a thing. He's, like, an, I assume an adult now. Uh, or he died. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but either way, this kid was seriously jacked. It was scary. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that kid just running around trying to tackle kids in, like, a big inflatable ball or something. And, like, he's not sure whether or not he's supposed to eat them. He, he does anyway. Like, one in one in ten, he just eats them. <laughs> it's oh, instinct. No. He's got so much testosterone in his body, he just wants to smash your head with a rock. He can't help it. I'm sure those release forms are a huge bitch to get like, people to legitimately, sign. Legitimately, like, people's parents aren't reading them. Yeah, yeah. They're just waiting to steal their kids' money when they get famous, <laughs> like Macaulay Culkin's parents. But he wishes right, he was uh, home alone more often. Oh. <laughs> Zach, you want to you wanna lay yours on us? Okay, so this is sort of uh, a biopic. It's like a mockumentary biopic about a... No, uh, I've, no one says it that way. Everyone I've ever talked to says biopic. There's not a chance it's pronounced biopic. It's a it's a biographical picture, a biopic. I know, but you know, you, may, you say it different 
when you combine the words. This is the guy who like says a, Iron. Stop arguing with well, him. Well, no. <laughs> Iron has it makes a lot of sense. What do you say biopic or biopic? Uh biopic. No fucking Three way. Three stacks. I like the idea of saying biopic because that's how it's technically spelled and should be pronounced. No, that's I, you're thinking bionic. It's different. Or myopic. I don't believe this for one second. Click on this one. How to pronounce uh, B-I-O-P-I-C on YouTube. Who's Emma? Is this a computer? <laughs> I don't know. She sounds cute to me. Uh, Emma's are 50-50. Yeah, true. Biopic. That's a fucking Biopic. computer. They don't know anything. <laughs> they say ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> they don't know. Like asking a deaf person how to say it. Bots take over the world. This is bullshit. Oh, someone said biopic. It said it. That one was more like biopic. Can you can you come up here and say Cambridge Dictionary is online. I think had both. I think I just heard both. Yeah. Well. Am I doing the British pronunciation? Because I actually do this for a couple of words I've learned. Well, the the British one is biopic. Okay. And the U.S. one is. Oh, I'm American. Eat a dick, everyone. <laughs> but that's according to a British publication. It's a dictionary, though. A British, a British dictionary. Don't ask them how Americans are gonna say things. They're gonna, right. they're gonna be like from this like intelligent and uh, educational conversation. I would call it's it neither. But well, go on. regardless, uh, this movie about a person's life, this biographical picture, sure, uh, <laughs> is about a porn star, who, uh, you know, is he has a pretty suggestive name, as you might expect, and it's about. His journey from from childhood, uh, kind of into burgeoning stardom, and then his like downfall, and then comeback sort of over the course of his life. And at the end of this, it's like a musical, and there's this big sweeping sort of song at the end that summarizes his entire life. Uh, Chicago. Oh no, but I like that. Is is the original a musical? Yes. Oh man, because Tyler just went on a rampage of doing musicals for like fifteen episodes in a row. Did he do the pound of music? Because I just thought of that one. <laughs> no, I, I think that's been done before. Uh, it just sounds too obvious. Maybe it's just that I hope it's been done before. If it hasn't, pound of just... Scruzic. Yeah. Or Scruzical the Doozical. <laughs> sounds like something Dr. Seuss would invent. Scruzical musical of Dr. Seuss. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, there is. That's the Seussical the musical is what that's based on, which is a musical about Dr. Seuss. You'll do something every day. Uh, Mike, you're dead on. You're, you're dead the on. only one who learned something today. <laughs> um, well, no, that's not true. Zach learned how biopic is pronounced. I think we all learned a valuable lesson about tolerance <laughs> and inclusion. About not trusting British dictionary. <laughs> about not trusting the British when they disagree with you, Sam. But yeah, okay, so it's, you know, one of those talking pictures about a man's life. <laughs> A talkie, you say? It's a talkie about a man's life. So the original is a musical comedy that you've probably you've probably seen. Jam a lot, span a lot. No. So we've done slam a lot. So man's life, kind of their entire, so their entire life, like one, focusing on one person, kind of growing up poor in the south, and then becoming like this amazing porn star who just like screws people like super hard. Do, have I heard of this? Yeah, you de- I I assume you've heard of it. Is the original like? So you do yours differently than we do. You pepper in a lot of stuff from the original along with clues about the end result. And I'm never sure what is to be attributed where. You know, I'm just trying to cast a wide net here. Okay. So I don't know. I'm not, the thing is, I can only really give you solid details about the original because this porn doesn't exist. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not real. Uh, well, you say I, that. I'm writing it as we speak. I'm sitting here taking notes. Got my bullet points. I think so, this might... Uh, some of these, at least, are definitely, like, if we looked for it, I think we would have found it. Some of them some in my points. darker nights I have found. Yeah. Well, the Gizzard of Oz, it's out there. Let's not go Sam finds on the internet in his dark nights. But, okay, wait. It's about a man's life. 
I'm just trying to think of musicals that I know. Is it, I'll, I'll be don't honest. Think tradi- don't think traditional musical because this isn't going to ever get the, the original is not ever going to get performed in a stage. It's movie only. It's a movie only. But that movie is a musical. Okay. It's like a musical comedy. Life of Brian. Is that about the guy dying of cancer? No, that's Brian's song. No, sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Different. It's like the I went for the bears dying. <laughs> Brian's gone. Uh, that oh, <laughs> he dies of cancer at the end of that one though too. You you've said a couple times about a man's life from start to finish is about him, which makes me think of an Odyssey or an epic. Is is any word like that in it? No, it's not like. Am I barking up the wrong tree? Totally wrong tree. Okay, mm. I think one of the actors from Step Brothers was in a musical. Uh, is it Will Ferrell? No. <laughs> was it John C. Riley? Yes, and it's not Chicago, even though he oh, was. Oh, Cock that. Hard. Yes. Okay. The Screwy Cox story. Okay, I th- okay. So I think you've done that one before. Well, I, that was the first thing I thought of immediately because I, I totally forgot to do one. I got here and Mike was like, "Let's do that game," and I was like, "Fuck the game we always do." Like, <laughs> Every oh, episode. Oh no! It's okay. I've done this many more times than you, and I still panic at like eight oh five after <laughs> I start the podcast, and I'm like, "Shit, I can't think of anything." <laughs> I fucking had something, and now it's gone. What did I have? My problem is I come up with most of my good ones while guessing other people's. Yeah. I mean, you, you could go back and listen to old episodes and listen to your own guesses and then just use them. If it's, from, if it's from 100 episodes ago, that's two years ago. We're not going to remember you said that two years that's ago. Probably good. Man, that's weird. Have you guys really been doing this for two years? Uh, Almost three, I guess, if we're at 142 or whatever. Yeah, we didn't start the porn game until episode 30 because I wanted something XXX themed. We didn't plan on continuing to do it forever. But there were but, so many guesses that came out of it. I mean, it's just... A gold mine. It's, it's bottomless. <laughs> well, especially when you expand it to, like, books and, like, TV shows. Yeah. And, like, I think we did snack foods. <laughs> we did a couple episodes of snack foods. Could you just do one called The Abyss? Like, I know that's just the movie, but could it just be, like, also about other I stuff? I mean, the, when you open it up to the title is the porno, there's just a lot of stuff. Uh, Shaft. Sh- Shaft. I know that that's not the Shaft. Like, I always want to do the that Flash the Gordon. Flash I know, but th- I feel like Shaft could have also really worked with that. Like, if Shaft was for white people, that's what the theme song would have been. Shazam would probably be some weird porno. Yeah, I'd just be like, Shazam. We had a roommate in college named Tony, and Tony used to just say really weird shit to everyone all the time. He was just kind of, he was like, he was a rando that we had pulled in, but not really a rando. My, my, one of my good friends used to play basketball with him at the gym. He was like in their group of people, but he never really hung out with him. So we're all needing a roommate. He's like, oh, my buddy Tony needs a roommate. He's cool. So Tony comes in, and Tony is this, like, just a sprightly small little man, and he just would scurry around the house saying weird things, like an elf uh, with, like, a porn addiction. You know you're describing yourself, right? I'm way bigger than Tony. I'm, like, five inches taller than Tony. At the end and of the you... story, do we discover that... It's me? Tony is actually saying... It's like Fight Club. It's like Fight Club. I was Tony the whole time. No, Tony literally busted... We're, we're having a party at our apartment. It's, like, kind of winding down, so it's, like, me, my roommates, the girls who have stuck around, some of whom we're trying to sleep with, and uh, a few other people, and Tony comes out of his room, and he goes, hey, you guys want to know something? And so I learned to always say yes to this question, because <laughs> I fucking loved Tony, uh, and he made everyone else super uncomfortable. But I go, what, Tony? What have you been thinking about, man? He goes, what, he goes, what do you think would happen... If we were all having, he said like this. So he he didn't say when we were all having sex. He goes, "We're all fucking some bitches." That's what he said. There's a Chinese words, not mine. Is we're all fucking some bitches, and we come at the same time, and we all shout Shazam, (laughs) 
and I was like, I don't know, man, but something would happen. Like, you probably so, switch so, bodies. <laughs> it's like freaking Friday. Yeah. Like, absolutely. And the thing is, I kind of meant it. I was like, something would probably happen if, like, the stars aligned like that. Like, if you managed to sleep with a woman the same time I'm sleeping with a woman in general. Now, are you guys on a walkie-talkie making sure you're timing this right? All right, Tony, hold it in, man. I'm not there yet. Because they're too far away to talk to each other. You need person. four-way walkie-talkie. I'm pounding on the wall being like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. You can knock in Morse code. We'd have no, to. I just, I just pictured this all being in the same room. Like, it just seems way easier to coordinate. Just on, like, side-by-side inflatable mattresses. And, like, Tony on, like, a twister board. Sure, mattresses. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I don't know how you're convincing these women to sleep with you in the first place. How you're convincing them to sleep with you in the same room as four to six other people are already having sex is a whole other thing. Well, everybody else is doing it. It's probably the reason I would use. Peer pressure? If we already got, like, six people there, I'd be like, look, everybody else is doing it. I don't want to be the person who didn't make it a thing. It's like cigarettes. It's really, it's a pretty good argument. We're going to look so cool doing it. <laughs> <laughs> look how cool we look. Uh, we stalled for long enough that I did manage to think of one. Oh, great. It's not good. Okay. This is about it. a person who receives fellatio in a Midwestern state but it's like way up there. It's like very long distance away. Wait, so a north midwestern state? Is that what you're saying? Far blow? It's far blow. <laughs> yup, yup. Exact. I was sitting there being like, broke back mountain, that's not it. And I was like, what else is north? And I was just making fun of Caitlin the other day, who's from North Dakota, because she was like, I'm from the Midwest. And I was like, no, you're not. You're from the north. Like, that's like, North Dakota is basically Canada. It's like no man's land, right? Yeah, just the wastes. So I guess I'm not sure which states are included. As a southerner, you know, I'm far enough away from the whole mm. thing. Mm. Uh, you know how it goes. As a, as a resident of a former Honestly, slave state. Not react. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't think, I think really once you hit, honestly, I think once you kind of hit Iowa, I think any north, once you start getting too much far, like west and north of Iowa, I think you're starting to push it. Like, honestly, I don't know if Michigan even counts. Like, Wisconsin, like, I guess counts. But like, I think there are two cities in Wisconsin that count, and then the rest of it is Northern like, Wisconsin, who fucking knows? That's like the South. Northern Wisconsin yeah. is the fucking South. I have encountered, like, two of the most racist encounters in my life have been in, like, rural Wisconsin. Literally just, I say you're a Jew in rural Wisconsin. <laughs> it's like, they pose with, like, with you for pictures. Like, they just <laughs> caught you like a fish. Well, I've always wanted to be exotic. That could be nice. You could go to Japan. Oh, yeah, that's true. They don't have any decency there, so they'll take a picture with you because you look funny. Oh, oh yeah. There was this, uh, there was an Indian guy on our rugby team, and we all used to stop at this bar, like, 30 minutes south of Madison on the way back from, like, Chicago. Mm-hmm. And we were there. And these people just, like, he, like, made some joke about having lots of money, and these people, these, like, locals at the bar were just, like, going off about how people like him shouldn't have money and they're ruining America. They clearly thought he was Arabic. Because they, like, accused him of being a terrorist. Because brown is brown as far as they're concerned. And he's literally, he's sitting in the middle of, like, a rugby team. So it's, like, uh, 15 to 20 giant dudes all sitting there. <laughs> like, are you really going to say this to this person? And they were just, like, going off. And so... That's so like, weird. Yeah, we, like, told him to leave, and they left. And we were just, like, that was Man, weird. that's baller. I've never told someone to leave somewhere, to leave. and then they've left. Not even my own home. Get this out. Place, like... We were super tight with this place. Like, we stopped there, like, several times a year on the way back from Chicago. And so they, like, knew the owners and everything. But That's so it weird. It was still just, like, I was, like, I'm way north of the Mason-Dixon line right now. And this is one of the most racist things I've ever seen. Like, just overtly racist. I, I think it just comes down to when there are too few minorities. 
it's easy for racism to fester. And it's easy for food to be terrible. Like, I'm just going to say, <laughs> wherever you have too many white people, food is terrible. Yeah. That's, like, why they eat, like, rotting shark in Norway. Because, like, there haven't been enough people of color there to be like, guys, right. knock it off. Like, like, you let white people go to their own devices, they just start fucking, we start eating just rotten fucking fish. It's, like, in our we DNA. We invented this thing. It's called, like, spices. And like, we put them on our food, and now you get to have nice food. No, it's too spicy. There's going to be some village in Sweden untouched by mankind, and they're going to be eating rocks. <laughs> How are you guys even still just okay? unseasoned rocks. Well, I don't think if you put tarragon on a rock, it's going to be too much better. <laughs> That's fair. But northern Wisconsin, so to separate being southern from being racist, as difficult as that may be to do, northern Wisconsin is straight up the south. Everyone talks like this for some reason, and every time I go there, I always see a shirtless man in a bait shop with a dog there. Well, he sounds like he's got his shit together. I don't know what you're he's talking about. He's a small about. business owner. He's a proud small business owner. Also, why do you go to northern Wisconsin? My sister has a lake house. And it's really cheap. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to argue with that. That sounds great. It is far away from fucking everything. It was four hours away from Chicago, and it is four hours away from Madison somehow, even though we're two hours north of there. <laughs> it is terrible. It's like straight diagonal up to the left, and there's no roads that go that way. <laughs> a nightmare place, but really right. southern. So I just remembered that there's a substance called beer that I really like, and I also like talking about it. Oh, whatever. Okay. I see one that says local brewers strike back against House Bill, and that makes me hope that it's about the come and take it canning device. No, that's... Uh, I just that, opened it up, and it clearly is not. No, those are different states. Oh, damn it. That was in Texas. This is North Carolina. This is about how they hate gay people there by mm. law now. Oh, right, right. So uh, basically, this brewery... Sorry, Pony Source Brewing Company? That's fucking cool. Pony, yeah, Pony Source Brewing Company, and wait, no, Mystery Brewing started it, and then Pony Source joined in, and a, a bunch of other North Carolina breweries also have kind of ganged up as well, kind of just saying this law that passed, like we don't agree with it, and we want to make sure everyone knows we don't agree with it, and also we're a brewery, so all we know how to do is make beers about things. So they made a beer called. Don't be Don't mean be to people. A golden rule. So it's pretty much just like, you guys suck. Stop. It's, it's what, what a great name. That's that's honest. I was trying to think of like a punny name that they could call it, but figured that this is actually like a serious situation. It's straight so to the maybe, point. Don't be mean yeah, to people. Yeah, maybe we just name it something that's like, yeah, super, super upfront. Good for them. No, I love this. So then it looks like all proceeds from this beer are donated to organizations benefiting the LGBT community. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, yes. this doesn't yeah. really lend itself to hilarious jokes. Yeah, no, I just, yeah, yeah, I just I, agree. I don't really have any, like, relevant anecdote or anything. This would be better Seems for the lightning one. round, because I think it would just get three thumbs up, and then we'd move on. I do like it. I'm for this. I support yeah. this right. beer. Three and thumbs what it up, supports. and we're moving on. Fair enough. Speaking of things the LGBT community are good at, Walmart's fashion clubs continue with this beer pong shirt. Wait, hold Something on. tells what? me they weren't really involved in the Walmart fashion design. Uh, clearly they weren't, because Walmart fashion is... Probably itself an oxymoron. Yeah. If I knew anything about fashion, I'd be able to tell you that. Fashion's a harsh word here. Like it's like a lot to say. Also, though, I feel like you would own this ball so hard tank. I'm okay. looking at. I just scrolled picture. down and I take back everything. No, I, just no, I was no. like, you're talking a lot of shit. I'm looking at this shirt. I was like, Mike might own this shirt. So there's a key. There's a key factor here that you guys haven't noticed that I also didn't notice. Is it made I by children it. or something? It is made not by children. Probably also by children, children for children. But it is for children. This was found in the kids section 
It's a it's a tank top that says ball so hard and is a picture of beer pong happening. Okay. I will say though, Walmart children's clothes are the size clothes I wear because I'm sorry that I can't fit the body image <laughs> of, you know, being a giant fat gorilla that we're supposed to be in this country. And uh, so I have been moved out of the men's small, which hurt one just in general when I was there. Do you really buy a boy XL? I could easily wear a boy XL. Are you wearing a boy XL no, right now? No, this is a uh, this is a Gap men's small from like three years ago. So you're, what you're saying is the Sizes, scale they're has creeping. Changed. It's creeping. Okay. As people want to be children for longer and longer, I think <laughs> people are trying to be children well into their thirties, and now the sizes are reflecting that. That explains some stuff because I've been a medium for a while, and also I've been putting on weight consistently for the past two years. And I'm like, well, I'm still a medium. I guess it's fine. I must just be gaining weight along the same rate as this size creep is happening. It's terrible. As a joke, I got like a child's medium shirt for Halloween. I cut the sleeves off of it, so I looked really fucking huge. I was, in the other day, I went to like a child's large, and I was like, oh, this actually isn't like that tight at all. <laughs> I was like, all right. This is a, a Congratulations thing. on upgrading from a child's medium to a child's large, Zach. But I'd rather, I think, look jacked in a child's medium than I think look like I'm wearing normal clothes in a child's large. I don't know. But either way, they have the best Spider-Man t-shirts. Oh, arguably some of the only Spider-Man t-shirts. <laughs> you can find them in adult size, trust me. At triple XL and then children's. No, I, 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 I own Spider-Man t-shirts that are for grown-ups theoretically. Hang on. I just filled some beer on my bed. I am not excited about this. <laughs> Drink it. Uh, did I mention my beer is 10%? Oh, yeah, man. Your bed's drunk. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, I'm drunk. Good night, everybody. Yeah. No, uh, oh, that should it, be fine. My it, bed just might smell like watermelon IPA tonight. Sweet. A new brew pub opened up on Park Street, like, last week. Like, six days ago, it opened up. Tell me more about this. I haven't been there. It's called Rock Hound, which apparently is, like, a slang term for people who collect rocks. It's, like, what those hobbyists are called. They're called rock hounds. They're called minerals, damn it. Mineral hounds, Yeah. But yeah, it's supposed to be pretty decent. It's like like a rich man's Echo Tap. Like it's got food. It's got like a decent beer selection. They finally, I was like, reading the, reading their blog before they started because I want to do a Park Street bar crawl. But yeah, no, it's actually pretty decent from what I've heard. Hildy went uh, last week and said it was good. So I'm pretty I'm pretty jazzed because finally I have somewhere to go other than Mason's and Blatt's Rustic Tavern. Which Mike, if you come down, we have to go to Blatt's Rustic Tavern. It is. Crazy fucking rustic. And by rustic, I mean full of, like, weird, sketchy people. Literally pimps walked in one time when we were there. Like, it's the only what? thing I could do. Men in bright pink suits with, like, purple shoes and, like, crazy hats. Those might be called gay people. I don't know if they were. They didn't seem particularly gay because they were drinking Crown Royal out of a bottle. I like, want to say that Zach's, like, seen enough gay people and pimps to know the difference. Like, literally, though, I haven't seen that many pimps. I will say that this is <laughs> arguably the first pimps. If I have seen other pimps, they were really low-key. Because these were, like, very high-key pimps. and was, like Or musketeers. Or they were gay musketeers. That's also possible. <laughs> I think it's that one. Um, I've seen gay people drink crown Before we move royal. on from this article, okay, what's up? point out that there is a paragraph in it explaining how to play beer pong. Uh, Who's that and then for? there's a second paragraph in it. For children. That article is for children. It changes the subject to, apparently Walmart had some athletic t-shirts that featured the logo of the Maryland Terrapins on the outline of the state of Massachusetts. Go Terps! like... Sam and I should get these since we're both connected to one or both of those states. Yeah, that. Uh, well, they. My guess is these are out of circulation because they're nonsensical. That's amazing. I like that a lot. I wish they would do that with other things. It's like kind of like you could do Colorado and Wyoming probably with nobody noticing. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when I when I lived in Wisconsin though, I saw Facebook ads like 
constantly for a t-shirt that just had the Texas flag over the outline of Wisconsin. And it was like, this looks like a thing you'd be interested in. So and I specific. Was like, Has targeted advertising gone too far? They probably have 2,500, 50 squared versions of that. Well, maybe not 50 by 50, 50 by 49 versions right. of that. Like every state flag over every state or something like that. Well, at least the big ones. Like, you can probably leave out, like, Hawaii and West Virginia. Well, like, that I'm, one guy wants that shirt. I mean, I think Hawaii has it has its own identity, whereas the Dakotas do not. Right. And they probably don't even make North Dakota over South Dakota because no one would get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they probably hate each other. It's like the Hatfields and McCoys over there. <laughs> I mean, maybe people who are actually from there, like, have really strong feelings about it in the same way as, like, some some people from Western Pennsylvania make like give a bunch of shit to people from Eastern Pennsylvania mm. in a feud that makes no sense. Like I wonder if the Carolinas hate each other and the that Virginias like the hate each other and the Dakotas crap. hate each other. Dude, people from Wisconsin hate Illinois. Like hate it. They have like mean nicknames for us, like mean acronyms. Oh shit! Wait, what are they? Well, like, uh, they call them, they call them fibs. They call us fibs. Yeah, fucking, fucking Illinois, Illinois bastards. bastards. <laughs> but the That's thing is, great. in Illinois, no one talks about Wisconsin at all. <laughs> no one gives a shit about it, even a little bit. So it makes it like you can't be like, we don't, we don't care about you. You can't shout that out to them because they're all drunk and angry. Hey, and we're we're apathetic. If you guys were, if you guys were curious, we don't think about you at all. But then it's like these six foot tall women who weigh like three hundred pounds. You're like, I'm not making her mad. I think I think a lot of states have their designated giving you shit state and maybe maybe illinois doesn't have one i think it's indiana or oh, kentucky it's okay. either indiana or kentucky in maryland and it's, southern illinois. it's all west virginia and all you do is say you're from west virginia you fuck your cousin and you're, <laughs> you're raised from a very young age in maryland to say that sentence which is weird to anytime you see someone from west virginia but then i assume west virginia has some state they're making fun of. Hey, you're from also West Virginia. Well, you have maybe. no teeth and you feed your baby. You fuck your cousin. You're in Shut up. Poverty. We are cousins. And yeah. then they start fuck. And then that's the and beginning of porno. They start slapping bass lines real hard uh, and digging up coal. I feel like a lot of places revere Texas and also a lot of places make fun of Texas. They fear it. Does I think it depends on what side of the Civil War you fought on. Like Sure. But does Texas have somewhere that they're like, you believe these fools? Or Oklahoma. is it just Mexico? It's got to be Oklahoma. It's got to be Oklahoma. Or Mexico. Um, well, it's tough because uh, I was in, like, the Louisiana side of Texas, but I feel like there, Texas was very divided on, like, how we feel about Louisiana. Like, half the people were from Louisiana and loved it, and the other half were like, oh, it's like America's toilet, right? Like, all of the Mississippi Valley just sort of floods into New Orleans and, like, leaves its shit there. Like, we go to throw up there. <laughs> that's where we gotta throw up the biggest year. the biggest texas feud was like ut versus a&m like if you want to start a war in texas that that would probably be the way to if do it. if you want to start a war in texas it has to be a civil war you like, end slavery. <laughs> uh, or you could fight mexico good old mexico yeah, man they're actually more worried about like yelling about mexico than anything else mexico's uh, been taking licks for a while out there yeah it's like the 1830s. Well, they keep sending us all their rapists and stuff, and, like, we don't really know what to do with them. Like, we just, at best, have shoplifters to trade. We're like, I guess you can have these guys. We don't know. I don't right. know if the conversion rate is there, and I'm not sure I want to It's now. poor. Like, 10 to 1. <laughs> it's about what the peso to the dollar is. Uh, for okay. crimes. We had, what other article? There was the LSD beer article that I want to say out loud because people can't see this article, so I want them to get excited, too. So I'm going to read you this headline, and uh, here are my thoughts after I read this. Feds bar Minnesota Brewery from marketing LSD ale. And I was thinking, wow, 
That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, also, like, where do I get me? Why did they think sense? that would be allowed? <laughs> That's super. I was like, how would that work? That's super illegal. Minnesota trying to squeak one in under the radar. Maybe if we just put it in this beer, they won't know. <laughs> Which uh, I feel like is our uh, our stereotype of Minnesota. It's like, oh, they totally could get away with that because who the fuck pays attention to Minnesota? Right. They're out there, yeah, just tripping balls, drinking beer. Like, I, I hope one day in my lifetime, like, serious hallucinogenics are legal in this way where I could be like, I want to drink a beer and just trip out for like four hours. Like, that's my day to day. I think it should be legal, but only if you're already senile. <laughs> if he has no fucking clue what's going on like whatever that's when i want to try like literally every drug under the sun dude you should do acid like tomorrow i recommend doing it like literally whenever you have the opportunity it was a fantastic if not sort of exhausting day what if i don't get the opportunity well then i guess you can't do it i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> all right well I'll, I'll keep an eye out you could do you should do that you should do mushrooms if you haven't those are fantastic pretty safe pretty good times I don't know. I had the opportunity to do DMT twice, and I've passed up both times because that is the hallucinogen that scares me. Probably, probably correct. That I'm probably not going to do. All right. Well, speaking of LSD, should I do LSD and or drink this beer? Are those the same thing? I doubt they're the same thing, but hopefully, one, I guess you, you they can't market it, so good luck finding this beer. But you should definitely do both if you have the chance. I think by marketing, they're more talking about the way they're presenting it. It's so like a man out on the street being like, drink this beer. They're like, stop that. Well, no. I mean, the, the big the big issue here is that there's no LSD in this. It's mm-hmm. it's intentionally misleading. It, the LSD stands for Lavender Sunflower Date. So, like... Sounds not bad. That sounds super boring and no thank you. But I guess that's a difference of opinion. The reason that it's they, they stop them from marketing it as opposed to stop them from selling it is because they are putting this beer on the market... But they're having to call it lavender sunflower honey and dates honey ale. They oh. were originally going to call it LSD, and then the Fed said no, and they said, "Okay, what if we call it lavender sunflower date and like bold those letters?" They're like, "No, you can't do that either." So they're like, "Okay, we'll call it lavender sunflower honey and dates honey ale, and no, no one will be friends with us, and no one will be friends with you, and we'll all be sad." That's a terrible name. Like, that's a terrible name now. It's, it's too many really, words. Pretty wordy. It's really terrible. Uh, it won't fit on a label in any sort of conceivable way. I mean, they, they really should have just cut back in another direction, like... PCP beer. PCP, well, exactly. Now, they should have gone PCP. Uh, peppercorns and some other shit. They should have called <laughs> it, like, the government is great. Lavender, sunflower, honey, and dates, honey, ale. And then people would be like, why did they call their beer the government is great? And then they could... Do some investigation and learn this. Like that Fall Out Boy song where lawyers made us change the name of this song. Is totally. that a thing? It's true. It used to be called Stevenson Girls Are Easy. That's for you people from Lake County, Illinois. Uh, Stevenson not, is a high school uh, near my hometown. And uh, the, the actual stereotype is that girls there are pretty slutty. It's not that was one of, true. I mean, that there's was like, one of my favorite albums in middle school. I did not know that. Yeah, they, that act, song. they could not put it out called that. even though Because they're kind of from where, like, where I grew up. And so they know that too. But it's just because if you went to Stevenson, like, I'm sure you're not slutty. They're like... 5,000 people who went there. So, you know, oh, sure. you, had, you, were you had the net, the net amount of sluts was higher, but not per capita. It was probably the same. Right. Mm-hmm. But so then were the lyrics in the song about Stevenson girls being slutty? Or no. Did they have to I change mean, all the lyrics. No, it's too. like Fall Out Boy songs. Like the, it's titles don't have, the, the titles don't really have anything I, to do I with what the songs are about. I don't really listen to Fall Out Boy. I don't know. You never once song. accidentally heard Fall Out Boy? I'm sure I've heard Fall Out Boy, but I, I haven't followed the oeuvre sufficiently. No, they're just sure, words. We're going down swinging. What the fuck is, is that about? And the music video is about a boy who's a deer, and her father's like a hunter, and so it's like this weird dynamic they have where he doesn't like him because he's got deer antlers. Right. Yeah, it's a weird. Well, scene. I feel a little weird if, if my daughter brought home a guy with deer antlers. That's and fair. Hosts, but 
Yeah, I don't think Dude, he really should have been the antagonist there. God damn, Boris, you're racist. <laughs> Mike like, hates furries. If your daughter brought home a guy with full-on antlers, you'd be you wouldn't be like, hmm. Hey, would it be ideal? No, but would I try and learn about his culture and understand him? Absolutely. At least he's not Cambodian. We can all agree. <laughs> I tried to pick a country that like people wait, probably don't care about. Wait to pick like the smallest target demographic. <laughs> that was the goal. I was like, oh, there's probably way too many people who are um, from other what places. What if you have like one listener and it's a Cambodian guy? And if there's a Cambodian guy, just... I love the the proud Cambodian people. Uh, and yeah. that was the thing that pushed me. I actually edge. also made a Pol Pot joke at the very beginning of this you podcast. Did. I've really been like, I'll have to take it easy on Cambodia. Uh, I'm gonna do <laughs> What better. did Cambodia ever do to you? Nothing, right, next I guess. next uh, episode of Bruise Day Tuesday will be Cambodian Appreciation. I'll week. drink a Cambodian beer next time I'm on if such a thing exists. Uh, send me a Cambodian beer. I'll I'm gladly drink it. I'm that there's not one you could get. I'll I will also... Uh, I'll put some bruised yeast in my urine and give it to you, sure. <laughs> See, okay, that's mean to Cambodia. And I think maybe meaner than anything I said. I'm willing to, I'll wear I'll try to wear Cambodian colors next time I'm on. I'll have to look up what those are. Those, okay. I can look it up. There's Google. Yeah. Probably like blue and white and red. I don't know. That's pretty common. <laughs> that seems like a common thread. Maybe green. But what I don't like about this Feds Brian Minister Burgers and the LSD thing, why? Like why? Why are they doing that? Because like does do, would anyone conceivably think that this beer is actually LSD? There's so many beers named I mean, things that they are not. We read that I read. I mean, when they said from marketing LSD ale, I was like, one. I, I kind of realized in, in one second of critical thought that they, surely they're not going to sell a product that is like illegal drug ale. But like, why would the government bother? Like, well, this whole bureau about you know approving labels is about maintaining decency, boringness, which is which is, which is pretty silly. There was there was a a beer that was going to be brewed in in Meadville, Pennsylvania, I think, which is where I went to college, which was going to be an IPA with like maize in it, so like Native American corn, and they were going to call it Indian Pale Ale instead of India Pale Ale, and they were told they couldn't make it. Uh-huh. And I mean, I guess that's just pretty It's like mild, I don't that's know. It's a pretty yeah, the word stupid pun, but I don't know. It's just they they kind of get a little intense all the time. But that reminds me to change the subject completely, did you see that sportscaster with the Caucasian shirt? Yeah, I yes. loved it. I want to buy it. I posted about it on Facebook. Oh, yeah, shit, I did see it. Zach and I talked about it on Facebook. I think I, I want to buy that jersey so bad. I thought it was I the funniest know. thing I've ever see, seen. I think when a black person wears it, or really any minority wears it, it's them making a statement. When a white person wears it, that feels a little racist. I'm Jewish, though. It doesn't count. We're not, like, as white as everyone else. But In some ways, we're much whiter. But in other ways, we're not white at all. But a random person on the street doesn't know you're Jewish. Yeah, they do. Look at me. <laughs> yes, they do. Literally, I've had people come up to me and be like, Oh, are you Jewish? And I was like, God damn it. But not everybody knows. Well, I shouldn't be, like, singing further on the roof all the time. That's really the problem. It's not like you have a... Star of David medallion or something. I could, though. Yet. If I was, I'd have to if I was going to wear the Caucasians jersey. But, like, legitimately, I thought it was the funniest thing I've seen in so long. And watching everybody freak out on Twitter about it is the grid. Like, how can you can't just... Also, one, Caucasian is not an offensive term. No. Even also, a yeah. little bit. If it had been called, like, the, I don't know, the Milwaukee Honkies. Or... Like, like that, if it had been, like, a Brewers logo with, like, Honkies. Because it has to be, like, a really white place. Or, yeah. I mean, I think it was it was supposed to look like the Cleveland Indians. No, yeah, I get it. I'm just saying, if I were to make the team called I mean, the Honkies, I would how I would have like the New Orleans Jazz, how I'd leave them there. Yeah. I would put the Honkies somewhere like Utah. I'd be like Utah, the Salt Lake City. Sure, Honkies. sure. Because yeah. that's where the Honkies live. Yeah, uh, they only have line dancing in, in Utah, or that's where white people or are. Or Milwaukee. Yeah, the Milwaukee Honkies. That actually kind of has a ring to it. I like it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. 
but I, I want it. Like, I want it really bad. And, like, I, I Googled it, and I could not find any... I don't know where he got it. Because I don't think he's going to post the template. I bet it's custom. Probably custom. But I, I, he didn't post the template, so like, I don't know I where don't to go. I think it would be that hard to... I mean, you couldn't get it, get exactly that, but I think you could get a version of that. But I would caution you not to. It's funny. No, yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, I think it's hilarious. I'm I think if you're white and you wear that, then it's you're rooting for the Hawkins. <laughs> but it's obviously uh, at the expense of white people. I think it's obviously it has I, like a little caricature white guy on it. I would hope so, but I, some people don't get it. Like, I'm not gearing up for a race worse. Also, like, you don't have to label yourself as white. Like, everybody knows. I know. Like, well, you know it's like, I wonder if that guy's white. What are his thoughts? Enough people were offended by that Love shirt. It. That yeah, but we, they were white people. Well, yeah, white people are dumb as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like white people aren't gonna get mad at me. Let's no, like that Jew can't wear a Caucasian no, shirt. No, my worry is that you're wearing a Caucasian shirt and then some uh, Klansman high fives you and yells "white power." That's better than him fucking being like, "Get out of Mississippi, you Jew," <laughs> which they also did. I've seen Mississippi burning. I know how it went. They didn't like us down there. I just yeah, I'm super curious what the reception would be to me wearing that shirt. Like, I think a lot of people would just think it's funny. But, like, there's got to be someone out there that would, like, be offended. But if you're white and you're offended by pretty much anything... My like, issue isn't the white people that are offended by this. The white people that are offended by this are probably total idiots. But I can see non-white people being offended by this and having actual justification. Right, because then it's sort of like you're making a joke out of, like, something that they're trying to make a very serious conversation. Right. Or or it's like a, a an oddly veiled white pride statement. And those right. are never I almost, good. I almost feel like you can't wear it if you're white. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I want it so bad. White pride doesn't exist. Yeah, There's like, no like white pride. White pride totally exists. People think they're proud of being white. But like, what are you being proud of? There's not like a white culture other than like shitty food and like dancing with only your feet. No, people who are people with white pride aren't proud of their culture. They're proud of specifically their skin. I mean, like, look, look at how much we, lighter my skin is. Look than how yours. quickly we burn and how we look unhealthy and sickly <laughs> all winter. Like, it's un, it's unreal that someone can look at a white person and be like, "That's the color. That's it." You know? All right. This this sounds like it's about time to rate our beers. <laughs> okay. I okay. want it. I feel like uh, too frequently when Zach's on, we we get into interesting racial debates. Literally, I just try to derail the conversation as much as possible. And and racial debates are an easy way to go. I, well, I don't I mean to. Mike brought this up. Or you brought it up. I think I brought it up. Because we were talking about drugs instead, which is the other thing I talk about. Yeah, we really just covered all of Zach's talking points here. That's how it goes, man. I'll start us off. I had uh, Ballast Point Brewing Company's Watermelon Dorado. It's a double India pale ale with natural flavors. 10% ABV. It's pretty much all the info the bottle gives. Uh, I really liked it. It definitely had the hoppy notes of an IPA. I think calling it a double IPA might be a little bold, except for the fact that it was 10%, mm-hmm. which it masked pretty well. Uh, a little bit of booze on the back end, but otherwise definitely quite drinkable. And the watermelon flavor was like present throughout. And it was sort of an artificial watermelon flavor, but like if you're going for watermelon, I don't think, I don't, I don't really draw a huge distinction between natural and artificial in terms of like how much I like them. I, I think, think they're both pretty good. I think if you dropped an entire watermelon in a five gallon batch of beer, you would not be able to taste the watermelon. Because it's, right. so it's almost like you have it's to go. such a subtle flavor. You have to dry out a bunch of watermelon, I think, before you add it to the beer, just to yeah. concentrate it. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, just use the artificial shit. Just use Jolly Ranchers if you're going to bother. <laughs> right. Honestly, that's kind of what it reminds me of, is like a super pumped up like vodka melon. Like There's a bit of booze, there's a bit of watermelon, but mostly it's just like liquid and a vodka melon. In this case, they replaced it with an IPA, which I also love. I'm going to give it like an 8.3. It was... Nice. 
bold. It was like a new flavor that you wouldn't really expect. And I think they actually did a really good job with it. Uh, I'll recommend it to 10%. So if you're, if you're trying to get schweisty, this is definitely a great beer for you. Otherwise, this is definitely like an outside in the summer type type situation. I wish we were there, but we're just not there yet. Oh my God, me too. It's never going to be summer. Nope. I give up no. boats. Totally fucking give up. Sam, Zach. Uh, yeah, uh, I had Sagatuck's Darker Than Your Soul. This was a really, really generic stout, which doesn't mean that it was bad. It just means that there was nothing exceptional or interesting to it. It wasn't, like, super well executed. It was fine. And then I kind of, like, I finished and I thought that was just such a generic stout. That was really just like a Guinness. And then I went and got a Guinness. And then I was drinking the Guinness. I was like, wow, this Guinness really tastes like water. So I guess it wasn't quite like Guinness. It had a little more to it than that, but it's still not particularly interesting. I'm going to rate it right down the middle with the 5.5. It's It was fine. I would recommend this, I guess, to someone who wants a classical interpretation of a stout because it's it's not interesting, but it is a, a, a pretty good rep- representation of a perfectly average stout. Word. I also, I talked to someone on St. Patrick's Day in my office who had, like, never had a Guinness before, and they had their first Guinness, and they were just like... I don't know what, why. Like, everyone talks about this beer like it was going to be the greatest thing I've ever had. This was, like, such a mediocre to bad beer. I don't get it. And I was like, thank you, sir. I've heard they're different, like, in the homeland. Like, I don't know if it's, like, Pizzeria Uno, where, like, there's only one good one, and the rest are kind of, like, chains. Right. But that's the rumor I've heard, but I'm really never going to, I'm not going to fly to Europe to, like, figure it out. I'm not going to solve that mystery. I did have one Guinness. I was in Dublin for a uh, uh, flight. What's the word? Over, overlay? Layover. layover. Jesus, go to layover. bed. You're having Dude. a stroke, Mike. Sorry. Some of us... Uh, it's 9, 12 p.m. where you are. Don't pretend like it's really late. It's uh, an hour. Uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> so anyways, I was at the airport, and it was like 7 a.m. Because we'd just taken like a red eye to Europe. And so we had like an hour, and we had a Guinness, and it just tasted like a, like a Guinness. That's disappointing. Um, I feel like the airport is probably not a fair representation. You gotta that's, go like that's, Mr. Guinness's house in in that's, Ireland. That's what I've heard. But also like it's not like they ship it to the U.S. and then back to Ireland for for the airport beer. Like it's gotta <laughs> be the same beer, right? No, they just backwash it. Ever out of the factory, they just backwash it into the, all the, into all the cans and the bottles <laughs> oh. and the taps. I I mean I don't know. I I just. I know th- Three Sacks says the, the Guinness in Ireland is better, and I've, I've also talked to other people who make similar claims. That so. could be bullshit, though. That's like it people could, say, it could be the something somewhere it. else is better, and you're like, mm. Yeah, your girlfriend could be a dirty liar, Sam. She looks like she might be a, might have been lying. She's giving us that look like, yeah, I was definitely lying. Well, that's what heartbreak looks like, actually. Uh, oh, shit. Well, I gotta go make an apology phone call <laughs> to a couple people. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I'll be right back. All right, uh, Zach, what'd you drink today? Oh, it's my turn. I'm back. So I had the Oso uh, Night Rain, and uh, it was a uh, it was the fr- the label reads like a Mad Lib, where all the <laughs> things are adjectives, and uh, it's a shitty ad- like a Mad terrible Mad Lib. It's all adjectives, uh, and there's no plot. It's just a bullet pointed list of adjectives. It says it was just like a generic ale. I think it was probably clo- it's not a nut brown, but I think it was kind of closer in that family and sort of like a just generic kind of dark ale. I think of it as a stout. Is that not what it's listed? It literally just says ale. Well, stout is a subset. Well, I think it would, you know, but I feel like stouts usually are like, we're stouts, you know? Like when somebody's Irish and they don't tell you they're what, white, what, they tell what you they're was Irish. That, what was that accent you just did for we're stouts? We're stouts. Like, it's like a... What, was that Italian? It's like a fat Italian. Like, a, not a fat Italian guy, like just like a fat guy. Like a fat guy from the Bronx. Oh, fat, the race. Fat, like a fat guy. That kind of race of people. 
AKA like average sized human adults. Untapped um, calls it a porter. A porter. I can see it. Uh, I, I threw the word porter around in my series of words, I think, at the beginning of the podcast. I thought it was good. Actually, I really don't like porters super often. You probably find it a little boring. I, that's kind of what I'm in the mood for. If you don't like darker beers, but everyone around you is drinking a darker beer and you want something that's not going to make you like your mouth taste bad for a while, I think this would be like totally acceptable. I think this is totally fine. It was pretty light considering like how dark it was. I mean, like it light in terms of like, like I could probably drink a couple of these uh, and it'd be pretty pleasant. So I like it. I, I'd probably give it like a... I like guess 6.8. Like, it was solid. It was solid. A little boring. Uh, for me, personally, uh, probably more of the type of, like, porters I would lean to in terms of being more mild. Uh, would you recommend this to a specific population? Like, people who are, like, mouth pussies like me. I think he said that already in uh, less rude terminology. It's not rude if we are, you know. I'd have right. a jersey okay. called, like, the mouth pussies, and then it'd be fine. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Caucasians. <laughs> it's not rude if you say it, and you are a Caucasian. Right. You know, I'm just proud. I'm just mouth, mouth if, pussy if you, pride. If you get a t-shirt that says mouth pussy and then walk down the highway with your eyes closed and survive, then you can wear I wouldn't wear shirt. no shirt and walk down the highway with my eyes closed. Yeah, I'm just like fucking, fucking Die Hard 2. I'm not going to do anything you say. But I'm not going to get... Well, also, I can't... Where am I going to wear a shirt that says mouth pussy? Work. No. <laughs> no. As much as we all want to listen to Zach some more, uh, this has been Bruce Day Tuesday. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Don't let the bastards keep you down. Uh, you can like splice in some old Tyler social media rantings because I don't remember what they all are. Okay, he can uh, talk about his weird school projects. Next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, Mike. Bye. Here comes the tears. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes the shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need.